It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Great form by you hitting play on this podcast. Now, check out Same Racer, the brand new racing app for Same Race multi-tips. Same Racer. Download from the App Store and Google Play. Powered by Bluebet. Gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au. Predict Australia's score with a crystal ball. And it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals. All thanks to McDonald's. Maccas. Together and loving it. TNCs apply. This is Mornings with Ian Smith. For Rebel Sport, celebrating 25 years of helping Kiwis find their win. It's New Zealand's top 25 sporting moments from the last 25 years. Number 24. Um, number 24. I'll read a report from Crick Info. Uh, on this game. There have been many one-day games won and lost in the final over and won and lost by four runs or less, but few had the importance, the occasion, the drama of today's final of the 2000 Crick Info Women's World Cup. Today's game won by New Zealand by four runs with five balls remaining was filled to the brim with drama and tension. Uh, for me, the writer, it surpasses the, the encounter at Lords in 1975 between the West Indies and Australia as the greatest World Cup final, men's or women's, of all time. It was a game with almost everything, a match which, on form, Australia should have won comfortably and looked like they would when New Zealand crumbled to be all out for 184. With the first ball of the 50th over and Australia needed five runs to win with one wicket in hand, the seventh World Cup reached its climax as Charmaine Mason got a faint nick to a ball from Claire Nicholson, which was taken by Rebecca Rolls. New Zealand, the host team, the underdogs for the final, had come from behind to win the most important title in the nation's cricket history. Wicket-keeping that day, taking that final edge, enjoying uh, the occasion immensely. I remember the celebrations was Rebecca Rolls. We're joined by Rebecca Rolls on the phone this morning. Good morning to you, Rebecca. Uh, still remembering it very clearly, are you? Morena, Ian, yeah, it's funny listening to that. Uh, brings it all back pretty quickly. Just to t- take us through what you were thinking, because and I've you know I've played in New Zealand sides that never quite get up to beat Australia. What was your feeling uh, defending that total for a start? I've got to be honest and say we uh, we definitely had this nagging feeling that 184 wasn't going to be enough, and and it, it definitely shouldn't have been. And uh, you 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 read out before was right. Australia on form should definitely have. Uh, taken it out that day and I suspect when they went out to chase the runs that's exactly what they thought would happen, they had the firepower to do it so so that that was sort of how, how you or how we felt taking the field a little bit but also in the back of your mind you know that cricket is one of those games that nothing is ever guaranteed and, and when you're chasing and there's scoreboard pressure and runs on the board that makes such a difference and I think as we chipped away through the wickets we started to believe a bit more and a bit more each time and, and there were some funny dismissals along the way and, and some people got established. Belinda Clark, who's probably one of the best players they've played against, once sort of she got to thirty, I thought again, oh, it's all over. So it was definitely a bit of a roller coaster for sure. Um but 
you know, I think our bowlers did an, an excellent job on the day. Um, they never really let Australia get away from us. And, uh, and I think Australia probably were a little bit complacent by that time. You talk about some unusual dismissals and things. There, there was one in the 49th uh, over uh, where Fitzpatrick was on strike, was bowled, but it took it like took forever apparently for the bail to fall off. Talk us through that memory. Yeah, that was that was a really peculiar one because Catherine Rammel was bowling as a medium pacer who who I played all my cricket with and I always kept up to her. She's an inslinger, so there's always a really good chance of a leg side something. But because we had not much to play with in terms of runs, I uh, I spoke to her and said, look, I'm going to keep back because I don't want a, a you know, nasty leg by or or a nervous wide to slip down and, and cost us four runs. So I stood back, and it was quite weird being that far back at that pace. But, yeah, so Cam does swing it really well, and she managed to swing it and just nick the leg stump bail. And because it was such a light touch, it did wobble and wobble and wobble, and then it fell off. And in the meantime, I'd caught the ball and noticed that Fitzpatrick was out of her crease and sort of thought about lining up a, a shy at the stumps. Uh, and then kind of was halfway through my throw and saw the bail fall off. So ended up aborting the throw and... Uh, it ended up, I think, the ball out at square leg somewhere and, and us appealing. And, and Catherine Fitzpatrick was sort of incredulous and, and sort of, you know, looked around as if to say, what, what are you doing? What are you talking about? And, um, you know, she, she actually said to me, did you kick the bail off? Because I'd, I'd come up to the stumps by then <laughs> to, to kind of convince, I think it was Jeremy Busby at square leg to have a look at it. And, um, no, sorry, Peter Parker. And, um, yeah, and I said, how could I kick the bail off? I was standing back. I said, that, you're out. That's bold you. And uh, it was one of the first games that we had any sort of uh, referral or third umpire or anything like that. So thankfully, uh, we did have it and it went upstairs because I'm not sure it would have been the same result had it uh, had there just been the on-field umpire's decision. As you mentioned, Belinda Clark, who was a fantastic player, there's no doubt about that. She made 80, uh, 91 that day. Uh, and you get the feeling, don't you, when you've got a player of that kind of substance at the crease, until you get them... Uh, you're not you're not actually really uh, a chance of winning a game because they've been there, done that so often. They know how to read and yep. control a situation. When you got that wicket, uh, what was uh, what was the feeling there? That was a massive momentum swing. That was when we actually start to think, okay, everyone else is in trouble now because the rest of the Australian team haven't even batted this tournament, and in fact, very much in their career because of people like Belinda Clark and and Karen Rotten, who we'd managed to run out earlier in the game. So, and, and that was some genius captaincy, really, from Emily Drum and, and probably a couple of the other senior heads because Belinda tried to kind of get right sort of on the other side of the ball to work it finer and, we, and we moved that sort of that fine leg round a bit and she was trying to beat them. So in stepping across, she, she missed the ball from uh, Claire Nicholson, who, who gratefully <laughs> accepted the wicket, but that was definitely a turning point. So, And that wasn't Belinda making mistakes. She doesn't make mistakes. Uh, obviously an execution mistake, but we forced her into that. And, and so that was really satisfying, I think, for the bowler and, and for M on the day. Let's, um, let's just go back to that, that last over, that last dismissal. Uh, look, you know, sometimes uh, when you're standing up to the stumps, everything's so busy around you anyway. Um, what kind of focus, uh, knowing the equation, knowing the fact that if one goes down leg side and you can't get it or it goes off a leg by, all of a sudden, yep. you know, you're looking at extras and, and you're in the back of your mind. So what, uh, you know, because this was the, the dismissal that made you the world champions, what was going through your mind there? Yeah, lots and lots of things. I was feeling strangely relaxed because I think we'd been through so much by that point and I could feel the nervousness of Charmaine Mason. It was palpable, you know, like she's not a batsman. She'd come out to try and get these runs and was such a passionate cricketer, so I knew she was dialed into her job. But 
you could tell she was she was bricking it a bit. So I felt a little bit relaxed, got a little bit of confidence from that. And then it was sort of something, I guess, washed over me as if it was like, well, whatever's going to happen, I think it's already been decided and we just have to have to let this roll. And, and as well as a little bit of nervousness, because uh, as you'll know, Smithy, you can't kind of keep back to a spinner. It's not like I could make an excuse no. to keep back and, and catch a nick if it came through. Uh, so... So yeah, it was, it was that, um, and then just kind of looking around and going, well, you know, whatever's going to happen is going to happen. Um, expecting Claire to bowl a much better delivery than she did, but uh, probably her height helped us a little bit with the bounce on that day, and, and Charmaine wasn't quite up to it and, and got a decent edge. So yeah, it, it was one of those surreal, it was kind of like I was sitting on the boundary somewhere with a, a Diet Coke watching uh, it all unfold, really. <laughs> yeah. Uh, without being actually on the boundary having a Diet Coke, without being, uh, no, actually no. being out there. In the middle, uh, celebrations, look, you know, first time ever. It's been the only time ever. Uh, tell us uh, uh, yeah. about those those celebrations and, and you know, uh, the fellowship that was born out of it, really. Yeah, absolutely, a fellowship. Like The, the entire team still connects to this day. We're, we're on a, um, a Facebook group um, and, and often see each other in and around cricket and, and on the boundaries, but... Yeah, it was definitely one of those experiences that just took us along on a wave that, that kind of built momentum throughout, not just the innings, but the tournament. You know, we had lost to Australia early on, uh, so and, and snuck a Rose Bowl off them a couple of months earlier, sort of uh, in, in the previous, um, I think it was the end of 99. So, yeah, it, it started to move, but I'm not sure we really, really thought we could. Uh, and But then sort of on the day as things started going our way, I, I know personally, and we've talked about it since, we're kind of like, well, why not? You know, we've done the work. We're good players, we're a good group. Um, we know this team, we know the, our position, so why not? And, and as we, I think probably another turning point would have been running out Karen Rolton early on. I mean, Helen Watson had two key runouts that day and, and that really put Belinda Clark under some pressure. And so as you start to mount up those things, I think you, you do start to believe, which makes the celebration even better. You can sit back and go through almost like a laundry list of how did that happen and what about that and who would have thought that? And that makes it so much more satisfying uh, than, than, you know, something that, that might have played out and been a foregone conclusion from the 35th over. You know, it was, um, it was definitely something that, that we uh, were able to savour much more um, keenly than, than we may have otherwise done because it was just never, never really locked in. And I think even in the changing room afterwards, I know Australia had some uh, bubbles on ice that they were pretty keen to get into, but obviously we, we ruined that party for them. Um, you know, we almost... You sat down, didn't really know what to do. It was sort of uh, you start going through the game, and then, then obviously the the elation starts to take over, and sharing with family and friends who were there. So, yeah, it sort of all came together quite naturally, and and since then has been something you know we we've called on quite a bit when we've been together as a group. But also, I think just um, personally, you know, you sort of look back to days like that, and you think, um, hey, anything can happen. Talking to uh, Rebecca Rolls, uh, who was. Integral in our first ever World Cup and our only ever World Cup win, win cricket, to be fair, men's or women's, of course, uh, when it comes to uh, the limited overs form of the game. Of course, Rebecca these days is also a, a sports uh, commentator, uh, commentating cricket, uh, amongst the other things that she's got going on in her life. But that gives you uh, and me an opportunity to briefly discuss the, the white ferns of today, Rebecca, uh, look, their, their track record, and if you look at the win-loss column, it's not been good in the last few years. Where are we at? And, you know, hosting World Cups not too far away again. Uh, what do you think of our chances? What have we got to do? What have we got to find? Yeah, it's a World Cup, isn't it? So our chances start at zero like everybody else on day one of the tournament. And 
Um, confidence is probably the main thing, main ingredient, and you can find that along the way. And, and you'll know from being involved in tournaments yourself that you know a couple of early wins and, and some good performances, you can really start to build that momentum and, and create a force that, that can't be undone as you get further through the tournament. I mean, it's going to be great having you know all going well with <laughs> injuries. Etc. Allowing having you know uh, all our players back, Amy Satterthwaite, Susie Bates, Sophie Devine haven't played together in 30 months, and there's a tour to England coming up where they'll be able to kind of re-establish their you know their mojos respectively. And um, you know I think the, the player, if you look down the one to 11, it's an excellent team and as capable as any other of pulling it off. It's a matter of those little two percenters along the way that sometimes I've got to be honest that it's you know. People say you make your own luck. I think luck's a combination of good preparation and good timing. And if you, if you line enough things up, like any other team, uh, I think New Zealand's got as much chance. Okay, honest thoughts there on uh, today's White Ferns, but the, the, really the reliving, reliving of that magic moment and that magic time when New Zealand were the World Cup champions. Uh, Rebecca Rolls. Hey, thanks so much for your time, Rebecca. Great uh, to catch Thank up you. with you and, and great... Great to, to hear about your thoughts and your recollections of such a special time in New Zealand cricket. <laughs> Rebecca Rolls there, uh, really good. Sometimes needing new tyres can catch us by surprise. That's why tyre power gives you the power of zip pay and zip money. You can get what you need now, get back on the road safely and pay for it later. Terms and conditions apply. So visit tyrepower.com.au or call 13 91.